Good morning. Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. And let me say this at the outset, that one of the encouraging truths about God is that He's the God of grace. He gives more grace. He gives favor to us. And when we think about grace, it's unmerited favor. Let me read to us our text for today in James chapter 4, verses 6 to 10. But He gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be arrested and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Even if these people that James had addressed, that they had been living the worldly way, they won't be outrun by the grace of God. I mean, the favor of God will always be upon them. James offered hope by saying this, that God gives grace to the humble. The same thing that Paul said in his epistle in Romans, that where sin abounds, grace also abounds. This favor or grace is given to all who trust in Christ. It's a gift from God. Yes, our sins are serious. They are corrupting, they are wicked, but God gives more grace. He can forgive us in our sinfulness in Christ and continues to give us the benefit we have not earned, only if we are only humble. That's why he quoted here Proverbs 3 verse 34, that God resists the proud, but God will give grace to the humble. James relates this simple yet powerful principle. And what is the principle? God opposes the proud. And this means that God is really arranging his whole army in heaven in order to resist the proud. Now, if one refused to trust God to provide what he needs, could we not call him a proud person? Of course, we can call him as a proud person. If he insists on getting what he wants for himself and not accept that God is able to provide what he needs in life, that simply is pride. Impliedly, it is an attempt to play God in his own life. If he's not going to submit before God, he's just playing God in his own life. But God, in a loving way, expresses jealousy, his jealousy that he's going to oppose the proud, but he offers us hope also in Christ. Should we be humble and broken and contrite and repentant, we will receive his favor. Humility is evidenced by submission. If we humble ourselves, we will show this by our submissive spirit. So submit to God and you. Let us give up the lifestyle of getting what we want and let's embrace that God is able, God is sovereign, God is the provider, and God will not fail us. We must surrender ourselves to align to his desires and commit ourselves to serve others. Humility is a direct assault 
to the devilish mind. If a person is humble, he is going against the grain of being proud, which the devil wants us to behave. Satan is instrumental in inciting the selfish pursuit of pride and conceit and, and selfishness that we don't want or we, he doesn't want us to be humble. This means that we should continually counter Satan's lies by telling ourselves the truth about who our God is, that our God is good, loving, and powerful towards us. Definitely, this is our motivation to draw near to him. This comes with a corresponding promise. This condition, if we pursue this, this has a corresponding promise, and that is God will respond by moving closer to us as well. If you draw near to God, God will draw near also to you. Now, God is everywhere. He cannot be far from any one of us because God is always present or omnipresent. But what James is telling here is about fellowship. You are moving closer to God. And God is moving closer to you in terms of fellowship. A demonstration of his incredible act of mercy. Why? Because what can he get from us? God owes nothing. Or God owes us nothing, you know. He cannot get anything or there's nothing good in us that he can get. Yet he promises closeness with us. What an indescribable grace on his part to come in in order to be close to us. He initiated it. In response to his goodness, we should pursue holiness and we should purify our hearts. As James said here, let us mourn and weep and be humble. And this show of brokenness is a demonstration of our true repentance. These people who James had addressed had problems of being selfish. They are proud, yet they can be humble. They could grieve and be broken in order that they will be blessed by the Lord and receive the grace of God. So we should grieve the lost hours and days and years spent in the pursuit of worthless things. As James had pointed out that this is the wrong that they need to attend to or address to and repent they must grieve over these lost opportunities that he had in the pursuit of worthless things. Perhaps we can identify, we can resonate with these people. We are busy pursuing the things of this world. And we forget to seek God first in our lives. If we are broken, if we are contrite in our heart, the Lord is pleased. As David has ex expressed in Psalm 51 verse 17 and 19. Let me read. The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Verse 19. Then will you delight in the right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and whole burnt offerings, then bulls will be offered on your altar. This is what God desires in your life and in my life. A humble spirit where God can show his grace. God gives grace to the humble. But God 
of poor sister proud. He gives more grace. Don't believe the lie of the devil. Go to God. Our God is always good. Our God is always loving. Our God is always merciful. Though how we fail God, though how we have run away from God, His grace can run after us. His grace is more than sufficient. His grace is more than enough. May we will be driven by the goodness of God. And that's what Paul said in Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Don't you know that the kindness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord will lead you to repentance or to turn away from sin? And may this truth that God gives more grace will attract us, will prompt us to go to God and settle ourselves before the Lord. Even today, may God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you for another reminder. Thank you that you have highlighted to us this morning this truth that you give more grace. And even there is no such thing that you are depleted of your grace, Lord. There is a grace for us, a grace that is so attractive, attractive that we are drawn to you. And Lord, help us not to be deceived by the deceitfulness of our sins, even deceived by the lies of the enemy. Help us, Lord, that we will be able to see that you are our gracious, loving, merciful God, that in that beauty of yours, we will be attracted to you, Lord, to draw near unto you. And thank you for your promise that you will draw also yourself near to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.